0: Hey everybody and welcome back to an episode of MG on the Mic. I know it has been quite a while. It's been like two months since I filmed the episode, but school has been schooling and life has gotten crazy, but the NWSL is back this weekend and March Madness is happening. The Sweet 16 games are going on right now, so I thought I would at least give you Kind of like a quick NWSL preview. Um, Updates. I honestly don't even really know what this episode will hold. Um, I'm just going to try and get back into the swing of things with this episode. And hopefully set y'all up so you know... um, What you know the most important facts going into this season so I hope y'all will stick around and listen so I kept on going back and forth about whether or not I wanted to give y'all the list of who was drafted because um frankly it, I have a lot of stuff to cover, and I didn't know if I would have the time, etc. But I just went ahead and decided to go ahead and give y'all the list. I'm not gonna be able to touch on each of these people, um, and then I tried my best when I give y'all the roster updates later on in the episode to mention which one of these, which of these players actually ended up signing because unfortunately a lot of these players do end up for one reason or another getting waived it's really an unfortunate situation because only some of these players end up getting signed anyways so with the the first pick went to angel city after a big big trade the trade sent um, th- the trade sent Yasmin Ryan which Angel City had acquired from Portland Thorns and $250,000 in allocation money to Gotham for the number one pick um, I can't remember exactly how much allocation money was sent for Yasmin Ryan I think it was 200000 But, yeah, that's how Angel City ended up with the first pick. Alyssa Thompson was their pick. She was drafted out of high school. She's actually the first high schooler and the youngest person ever drafted. Michelle Cooper was drafted to the Kansas City Current, and she is from Duke. Kansas City ended up with this pick because they traded Lynn Williams to Gotham. Um... And there were several trades that I have written down in my notes, but I am going to basically list out the people who are drafted, the rest of the people who are drafted, and then go through the, the trades I have written down so nobody gets confused. So, first, Alyssa Thompson. Second, Michelle Cooper. Third, we had Emily Madrill from Florida State. She went to Orlando Pride. Fourth, from Florida State, we had Jenna Nicewanger, and she went to Gotham. Fifth, we had, okay, I'm so sorry, my brain is all over the place. Alyssa Thompson was a forward, Michelle Cooper was a forward, Emily Madrill was a defender, and Jenna Nicewanger was a midfielder. Hopefully I can get through the rest of these names without Messing up as bad as I have on the first floor. Um, next, we had defender Raina Reyes from Alabama, drafted to Portland, Thorns. Al- Ford Olivia Wingate from Notre Dame, drafted to North Carolina. Ford Penelope Hawking from Penn State, drafted to Chicago Red Stars. Defender Sidney Collins from California, drafted to North Carolina Courage midfielder Clara Robbins from Florida State drafted to North Carolina Courage Ford Alexis Spenstra from Virginia to Kansas City Current Ford Haley Hopkins from Virginia to North Carolina Courage and Ford Izzy D'Aquila from Santa Clara to Portland Thorns um one that's all of the official, official draft picks I'm going to say, but I will mention one of the people that slipped lower into the second round was Messiah Bright. She slipped to the 21st overall pick, and that's the one. The ninth pick in the second round. She's a forward from TCU, and she was drafted to the Orlando Pride. A lot of people were really, really surprised about that, um, and a lot of people have her in the running as Rookie of the Year at the end of the year, but we'll see. And like I mentioned, there were several trades before the draft um, and during the draft, so Gotham... Re- F. Gotham received the fourth overall pick from Racing Louisville in exchange for Paige Monahan, 150000 in allocation money, and a 2023 international slot. San Diego received the... Okay, that's not important. Um, North Carolina Courage got the eighth overall pick, 2023 international spot, and 2023 natural first-round pick and 100000 in allocation money from Houston in exchange for Diana Ordonias and the 30th overall pick. And I've already mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned the Lynn Williams trade, <laughs> I forgot, but I'll just go ahead and mention it again. Kansas City Current received the second overall pick from Gotham in exchange for Lynn Williams. Chicago Red Stars, okay, that one's not important. Um... O.L. Reign received Emily Sonnet from Washington Spirit in exchange for a first-round pick in 2024. Um, So that is all the information I have on the draft. A lot more actually happened (laughs) at the draft, but it was just a lot, and it's been a long time. So I just assumed not everybody would want to hear it. So I'm going to go ahead and move into what has been going on with the teams. Um, And just roster updates. So, yeah. So, to begin with the talk about signings and the team moves. In this section, I'm just going to be talking about the big hires and obviously the signings so starting off with Angel City Angel City hired Melissa Phillips as the first assistant coach she was the head coach of London City Lionesses in the Barclays Women's Championship which is the second tier in England they signed one free agent during this off season, and that was Midfielder slash Ford Katie Johnson, and she was signed to a two-year contract. She's from around the LA area. They sent Jamaican defender Allison Swaby to PSG on a six-month loan. However, yesterday, I granted it was from a French news outlet, so nobody knows, or I personally don't know 100% what was exactly said. Some stuff could have been lost in translation. But, um, the paperwork wasn't filled out correctly, so apparently Allison Swaby's not going to get to play, so I'm not really sure what exactly that means, um, for the salary cap or whatever. They they signed their drafted goalkeeper, Angelina Anderson, to a one-year contract, and she was from the University of California. Um, They signed number one draft pick Ford Alyssa Thompson to a three-year contract. They signed midfielder Mackenzie Pluck to a one-year contract with a one-year option. She was a non-roster invitee in preseason, and she graduated from Duke. So she will be joining her former teammate and current teammate, Lily Nabette, who also graduated from Duke and plays at Angel City. And they also extended goalkeeper Didi Karachic to 2024 with an option for 2025. So she's extended two years and with a third year for an option. And this doesn't really have to do with signing, but it is pretty big news. Um, it was pretty much a open secret that Angel City was filming some sort of documentary. And the trailer was released a couple of days ago I'm not sure when with Natalie Portman narrating the trailer and she's actually an executive producer of the documentary documentary is just going to be titled Playing Angel City and it's going to be on HBO Max next we have the Chicago Red Stars they <laughs> lost basically their entire midfield this offseason and um, yeah, so their biggest question going into the off season is, what is that midfield going to look like? And they did sign a Brazilian midfielder, Julia Bianchi, to a two-year contract, and they signed three of their draft picks, which I think they only had three draft picks, but they signed three draft picks in Fords, Penelope Hawking and Allie. Schlegel to three-year contracts with a fourth-year option and then they signed draft pick midfielder Sophie Jones to a two-year contract. Sophie Jones also came from Duke and then Hawking and Schlingel came from Penn State. The Kansas City Current had probably one of the most robust off-seasons. Everybody's excited about them. However, when I'm Recording this it's the day of the first game at about uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. The first game's at 1 and the injury reports are out Um, and Kansas City basically every single one of their new signings has been hit with an injury bug or has an injury so Although they've signed all the free agents, basically, the most sought after free agent in um, they have nine people, I think, on their injury report, and granted, most of these are new signings, but it will be extremely interesting to see what their lineup looks like later on this afternoon. Their injuries, just to give you a picture, their injuries are Dabinia, Vanessa DiBernardo, Morgan Gatra, Kristen Hamilton, Hannah Glass, Claire Lavagé, Sam Lewis, Desiree Scott, and Mallory Weber. Granted, Claire Lavagé, Sam Lewis, and Mallory Weber weren't expected to play because they're all on the season-ending injury list, but everybody else was especially Dabinia there was a lot of hype and there is a lot of hype around Dabinia but Kansas City should still be good because they've signed some amazing draft picks that I'll get into in literally five seconds and they still have a lot of their core from last year so it will be interesting and it will be sad that we can't see all the big name signings that we are looking for just quite yet but it should still be a good game for Kansas City but for their signings they re-signed Desiree Scott to a one-year contract and it's going to be a really crowded midfield even for these players um, who've been established in the league it's going to be hard for them to find playing time so I'll be really interested in seeing what that starting lineup looks like for Kansas City they signed Swedish defender defender Hannah Glass to a two-year contract with a year option and like I mentioned um, when I was going over Kansas City's injuries she's currently rehabbing a knee injury it's rumored to be her ACL but I'm not 100% sure so don't take that as fact they Kansas City signed number two draft pick Ford Michelle Cooper to a three-year contract and three-year contracts are coming, becoming more and more common now. Um, I think that's a max contract you can get in the NWSL is three years. And it's just, it's really interesting to see. It's really fun to see all of these draft picks get these max-year contracts. They also signed draft pick Ford-Alexa-Spenstra to a two-year contract Draft pick defender Gabrielle Robinson to a one-year contract with a one-year option. Draft pick goalkeeper Jordan Skillowitz to a two-year contract. And midfielder Ryland Childers to a one-year contract. And I think in a previous episode I mentioned their initial offseason moves when I went kind of previewed the draft with all the free agents that they had signed. But they, like I said have Dabinia, they have DiBernardo, they have Gatra, they have a stacked midfield, and so I'm really interested in seeing what Kansas City does this year. A lot of people expect them to win the league, win the championship. I'll be interested in seeing if they're able to put all of these big-name players on a team successfully. Um... Because sometimes just having all the biggest names doesn't really work out the best. So I'm really interested in seeing Kansas City, what Kansas City does. Next is Houston Dash. They signed Ford Ryan Garris to a three-year contract. They also acquired Brazil, or Venezuelan midfielder Barbara Olivieri. I apologize if I just... Butchered her name um, And they signed her to a one-year contract with a one-year option. She is a Houston native, so she is coming home they acquired defender Courtney Peterson in a trade and Signed her to a two-year contract after that and Then after acquiring Diana Ordonez from North Carolina, they signed her to a three-year contract And I'm probably missing something from Houston, but I just, I apologize if I am. For Gotham, Gotham re-signed midfielder McCall Zerboni to a one-year contract, and she was a free agent. They re-signed midfielder Delaney Sheehan to a two-year contract. They signed Icelandic Ford Svava Ras Gunmanstadir. I just butchered that last name, to a two-year contract. Midfielder Taryn Torres tore her ACL, so she is out for the season. The ACL epidemic is once again already starting up. Um, they re-signed Ford Midge Purse to a two-year contract with a one-year option. They signed draft pick midfielder and Ford Jenna Swanger to a three-year contract. And then one of the biggest pieces of news in the past couple of days has been that defender Allie Krieger announced that this would be her last season, and she's retiring at the end of this season. She is a two-time World Cup champion. She has over 100 caps with the women's national team. She's truly, although I never became a fan of the game until after, basically after her prime. She truly is a legend of the game. North Carolina Courage re-signed defender Ryan Williams to a three-year contract. They signed Danish forward Miel Jensen to a two-year contract. They re-signed forward Brittany Ratcliffe to a one-year contract. They re-signed Caitlin Rowland, who's a goalkeeper, to a three-year contract. Fabrice Gattrall, who's the husband of Morgan Gattrall, was hired as an assistant coach from the whoa, Chicago Red Stars. They signed Japanese midfielder Narumi Miura to a two-year contract. They signed all four draft picks to three-year contracts, which is, their draft picks were Ford, Olivia Wingate, defender Sidney Collins, midfielder Claire Robbins, and Ford. Haley Hopkins, and like I said, the ACL bug has started again, and midfielder Emily Gray tore her ACL and will miss the season. For O.L. Reign, I forgot to put them into my list until earlier today, so I am so, so, so sorry. I'm probably forgetting a lot of their information, so I'm only going to do, for sure, the stuff that's happened early or most 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 recently they loaned out defender Jamina Lopez to UMF Selfoss in Iceland they needed basically needed to loan somebody out do something because they had the max number of players on their roster and especially with Angelina who's currently on the season injury, injury list with the ACL injury they needed they had 27, and the max is 26, so they loaned her out for salary, not salary, roster relief, basically. Um, and then they signed Brazilian midfielder Luani to a three-year contract. And O.L. Reign, honestly, did not see a lot of turnover at all. So it'll be really interested, in, interesting to see what they look like this season. So, um, I'm sorry, I got a FaceTime call, but I also was just on Twitter and I saw that Gotham FC has signed midfielder Sinead Fairley to a one-year contract with an option. And if, I don't know if anybody that listens to this is gonna know the backstory or whatnot, but Sinead Fairley was one of the people who went on the record at the Athletic about the abuse of Paul Riley. So, really, really happy for her. Just wanted to mention that. Anyways, now to Orlando Pride. They re-signed defender Thelia to a two-year deal. They re-signed midfielder Jordan Listro to a one-year deal. Forward Darian Jenkins retired. Brazilian forward Adriana they signed her to a three-year deal um, from the Brazilian club Corinthians Canadian goalkeeper Aaron McLeod and Icelandic midfielder Gunny Jan's daughter left the club to go to Iceland they just got married I think since Aaron McLeod has retired I'm not really sure they signed goalkeeper Carly Nelson from FC Nordjylland of the Danish First Division and she was signed to a two-year contract with an option. They hired Haley Carter as general manager. Defender Tony Presley left. They signed draft pick Ford Messiah Bright to a three-year contract. And as I mentioned earlier in the season, Messiah Bright went, slipped pretty low to a lot of people. Um... So it's been, I'm so sorry. Um, So a lot of people are looking for her to have kind of like a revenge season, I guess. They hired Yolanda Thomas as assistant coach. They signed draft pick Ford Summer Yates to a two-year contract with a one-year option. And they re signed midfielder Michaela Clough to a three year contract. The Portland Thorns, their roster news is they re signed forwards Hannah Betford and Michelle Vasconcelos. Betford was to a two year contract with an option, Vasconcelos was to a one year contract with an option. They re signed defenders Tegan McGrady and Megan Nally McGrady to a one year contract with an option. And Nally to a two-year contract with an option. Um, they re-signed goalkeeper Shelby Hogan to a three-year contract with an option. They signed draft pick Ford Izzy D'Aquila to a three-year contract with a one-year option and they signed draft pick goalkeeper Lauren Kozal to a one-year contract with an option. And once again The ACL epidemic struck, and Ford Janine Becky tore her ACL in a preseason game and will miss the season. And I forgot to mention for Orlando that defender Carrie Lawrence um, also tore her ACL. So there's been at least four, and I'm probably forgetting somebody. For Racing Louisville, they re-signed goalkeeper Katie Lund to a three-year contract. They signed Nigerian Ford Uchenna Kanu to a two-year contract with an option for a third. And in this deal, they loaned Ford Riley Parker to Tigris in the Mexican 1st Division until June after signing her to a one-year contract with an option year. They signed Defender Paige Monahan to a three-year contract. When Monahan was traded, she was traded as a Ford, but they put her in the Defender lineup. And they signed... Carson Pickett to a three-year contract after a trade that sent her and Abby Ursig to racing Louisville. They also signed draft pick Ford Kayla Fisher to a two-year contract. Now the San Diego Wave. They signed midfielder Maggie Daugherty Howard to a two-year contract. She was a free agent. They signed draft pick midfielder Sierra Inge, Inge, I apologize for mispronouncing that. Probably to a one-year contract with a one-year option, they signed draft pick goalkeeper Lauren Brisky to a two-year contract. Carly Telford, an English English goalkeeper, announced her retirement. They signed Ford Melanie Barcenas to a three-year contract. At the time of her signing, she's the youngest player to sign an NWSL contract. At 15 years, 138 days, she beat Chloe Ricketts who signed with the Washington Spirit um, at the beginning of this month by a couple months, I think. And I do have thoughts about young people or this young people, 15 year olds basically signing. But I would have to get them together to make sure they're coherent. But the Washington Spirit, they signed they re-signed defender Sam Staub to a three-year contract. They re-signed midfielder Jordan Baggett to a two-year contract with a team option for a third. They re-signed Ford Tara McCown to a three-year contract with a team option for a fourth. And because of their defense situation, Tara McCown has been converted to a center back, which will be interesting. They signed French midfielder Ines Draurena to a one-year contract. They re-signed midfielder Dorian Bailey to a three-year contract. And I think Dorian Bailey has also moved back to the defense. Defender Anna Helferty suffered a season-ending injury. I think hers was also an ACL. I'm not 100% positive. They signed five draft picks and one non roster invitee. They signed midfielder Nicole Douglas for two years, goalkeeper Liza Boselman for two years with an option, midfielder Riley Tanner, two years with an option, Ford Lena Solano, two years with option, Ford Savannah Kuhlman, two years with option, and midfielder Paige Medeyer three years with option and like I mentioned when I was talking about San Diego they signed 15 year old Chloe Ricketts to a three-year contract with a one-year option and at the time she was the youngest NWSL contracted player at 15 years 283 days and she beat Olivia at the time she beat Olivia Moultrie by three days um and honestly at this point kind of feels to me Like they're just trying to race to see who can sign the youngest player, but who knows. And with nine draft trades, Angel City received defender Merritt Mathias in exchange for forward Tyler Lucy, um, being sent to the North Carolina Courage. And like I mentioned, with when I was talking about racing Louisville, racing Louisville received defenders Abby Ursig and Carson Pickett in exchange for sending defender Emily Fox to North Carolina Courage. Angel City received $65,000 in allocation money from the Chicago Red Stars in exchange for Carrie Ricaro. Houston Dash received the rights to Courtney Peterson in Orlando's third-round pick in 2024. Orlando received $65,000 in allocation money and an additional $25,000 if performances are met, and big, big news, Utah Royals will officially come back in 2024. This has been speculated for a while, but it's been officially confirmed by the league, and unfortunately this means that there will be an expansion draft, so we'll see. It'll be fun to watch. The next thing I'm going to talk about is some of the biggest news um, transfer news that's happened abroad. So that will be coming up. So very quickly, the big transfer news abroad is that Haitian forward and midfielder Melchi Dumorne signed with Lyon from Stadia Reims until 2026, so 4 years. Um however, she's finishing this season with her current team Stade de Japanese midfielder Mana Iwabuchi is on loan to Tottenham from Arsenal. She didn't get a lot of playing time from Arsenal, but Tottenham's also a rival of Arsenal. English midfielder Mary Taylor signed with Liverpool. She was at Angel City last year. Australian goalkeeper Lydia Williams was signed with with Brighton in the WSL until the end of the 2023-2024 season. Um, She was at PSG after Arsenal. Man United signed French midfielder Estelle Cascarino on loan from PSG through the end of the season with an option to buy. They also signed Canadian defender Jade Riviere to a three-year contract, and it ends at the end of the 24-25 season. Um, apparently Chelsea put in an offer at some point for Katie McCabe, but it was rejected. And then Arsenal tried to get Alessia Russo, but that didn't work. But Arsenal signed French for English forward Jodie Taylor until the end of the season. This surprised a lot of people because she is very old. And so people thought she retired, but no, she signed for Arsenal. Um, kind of jumping right into some WNBA news. This, I'm just going to kind of like touch on some things. A big three-team trade happened, the New York Liberty got Jonquel Jones from the Connecticut Sun and Kayla Thornton from Dallas Wings. Dallas Wings got Natasha Howard and the rights to Crystal Dangerfield from the New York Liberty. Connecticut Sun got the sixth pick in the WNBA draft, Rebecca Allen from New York Liberty and Taisha Harris from Dallas Wings. The Los Angeles Sparks and Connecticut Sun traded Jasmine Thomas and the Sun's first round pick. So that's what the Sparks received. And the Sun received Olivia Nelson Adoda, Jasmine Walker, and the rights to Kiana Smith. The Atlanta Dream and Dallas Wings had a trade. The Dream received Alicia Gray. And the Wings received the 2023 third pick and 2025 first round pick. Las Vegas Aces and Los Angeles Sparks. The Aces receive Amanda Zowie B in 2024 second round pick. And the Sparks received Erica Hamby and 2024 first round pick. Dierica Hamby had some pretty significant pregnancy drama with the Aces. Um, she said she wasn't really supported. Um, I highly suggest you go looking it up because I am personally not able to give all the details and it's an important story that needs to be heard. Candace Parker signed with Las Vegas on a one-year contract as a free agent and then Courtney Vandersloot and Brianna, Brianna Stewart signed with New York as free agents. So there will be two powerhouses, Las Vegas and New York. And I 100% expect them to be in the finals. Maya Moore retired from the WNBA. She is a legend of the game. She's a four-time WNBA champ, 2013 Finals MVP, 2014 WNBA MVP, six-time WNBA All-Star, three-time All-Star MVP, and two-time NCAA champ. So she's 100% a legend of the game. And that is all the really fast, really quick information I have on the WNBA. Um, Yeah, so I hope everybody enjoyed that um next episode I'll probably touch more on March Madness and stuff that's going on there and I'm gonna really try to get back into the swing of things life's kind of been everywhere recently anyways so yes thank you guys for listening to another episode of MG on the mic I'm gonna try my best to become more um get into more of a schedule with these now that the nwsl season has started back so hopefully i'll be more consistent and especially with march madness and softball season kicking up and just a lot of women's sports going on right now i really hope you all enjoyed this and like always please um leave a review recommend it to your friends recommend it to your family whoever you think would want to listen Follow me on Instagram. I have an Instagram now. It's at MG on the mic. So follow me there to just receive updates of when I post and stuff. And I hope y'all have a good day. Bye.